Welcome to episode three of PL. In this episode, I want to talk about stocks, futures, currency, and options trading. In later episodes, I will go more in depth and specific about each of these topics. But in this episode, I want to give you a general overview and help you decide which instrument you would be interested in trading. And again, near the end of this episode, I want to offer you a challenge to go and look up the information I provided. I will also provide you with some links and websites that I have found useful in learning about these things. Before we dive into the different instruments that are possible to trade, such as stocks, futures, currency, and options, I think we first must look at the concept of leverage. So leverage is something that could make you really rich or make you lose all your money really fast. So in general, the more leverage you have, the more risk you assume. The less leverage you have, the less risk you assume. And in saying that, leverage basically allows you to use a small amount of money as a larger amount of money. So for example, if you have a broker that gives you 10 to 1 leverage, basically what you're doing is Every $1 in your account, they are allowing you to pretend as if each $1 is multiplied by $10. So if you had a $100 account, that would be equivalent to a $1,000 account. So this brings up the concept of a double-edged sword. So on a double-edged sword, each side of the blade is sharp. You can gain money really quickly and you can lose money really quickly. The importance of leverage is that we can rank the different types of instruments that we have possible to trade in an order from least amount of risk to most amount of risk. And this will help us decide which type of instrument we would like to focus on at first. So in general, stocks are a one-to-one. Then you have options, futures, and currency. And then you could also have options on futures and currency as well and we will discuss that in a later episode but in general sense the least amount of risk is stocks so in the next section we will start with stocks because that starts with a one-to-one leverage ratio So we started off this podcast talking about the concept of leverage, and we came to the general conclusion that stocks have the least amount of leverage. So stocks trade at a one-to-one leverage. So what does this mean? So for example, if there's a stock that you want to buy and it's trading for $100, and you buy some shares for $100, and price goes up $1, say you bought one share and you sell it at $101, you've made $1. If it goes down to $99, you've lost $1. And the maximum you can lose is the total price of the stock that you paid for it. So if you paid $100 for the stock and it goes to zero, you've lost $100. So in terms of leverage, leverage is one to one on stocks.
you might want to trade stocks if you know a company that you like. So say, for example, you like Amazon or Tesla or Apple, and you want to own some of that company. So you could go out onto the stock market and buy one share of that company, and you would own some of Apple. That's a pretty cool thing to somebody. Okay, so from a fundamental perspective, what you would do is you would determine whether or not you think that value of that company is trading at the right price of what you think they're valued. And then is the price compared to that value cheap or expensive at that moment? If it's cheap, you want to buy it and long. If it's too expensive, you would want to sell it short so it would drop. From a technical perspective, you don't necessarily care which instrument or stock you trade. You're mostly looking for chart patterns, historical price data, volume, and stocks and futures and options and currency with plenty of liquidity, which is basically volume. We have determined the leverage of stocks. So the next three instruments are a little different. They actually provide you some leverage. So stocks are one to one, you pay $100, the maximum you could lose is $100. Or if it goes up and down $1, the maximum you can gain is a dollar or lose a dollar. But options, futures, and currency are a little different. They allow you leverage and high amounts of leverage. So in the order of that leverage, in this case is options then futures and currency so currency brokers can offer up to 250 times your account value that is a lot of leverage so do not take that lightly leverage is definitely a double-edged sword there's people that gain a lot of wealth and they lose it very quickly because of this so, in terms of leverage, it goes options, futures, currency. And depending on which options, futures, and currencies you're looking at, and which brokerages you're using, they can all have a little bit of different leverage. The cool thing about options are they give you time. Time for a future currency or stock to move in the direction that you placed your bet. So for example, if you think that Apple is going to go up, you would buy a long call contract. Now, how does this contract obtain its value? Well, two ways. First, each contract has a time limit. So for example, Monthly 30-day contracts on Apple represent 100 shares of Apple. So if you buy one 30-day monthly contract on Apple, that controls the equivalent move of 100 shares of Apple. So you can easily visualize the leverage that options offer. So to understand options a little bit more, you can think about the concept of a Groupon. So say a concert's coming up and you see a Groupon for $20, that gives you the ability to buy a concert ticket for $100. So you pay $20 and it gives you the option to buy a ticket for $100. So say the concert date comes closer 
and ticket prices skyrocket. So now, that same ticket that you reserved at $20 to pay $100 for is now selling at $1,000. You could do multiple things. You could sell your Groupon to somebody else and make the spread. So if you sell it to somebody for $50, you would make $30 because you paid $20 for it. Um, you could also execute your Groupon and buy the ticket for $100. So the vice, the opposite could happen as well. So say, for example, ticket prices of the concert drop. You spent $20 to guarantee that you could buy it for $100, but now ticket prices are $50. So why would you execute your Groupon contract to pay $100 for a ticket when you could just let your contract, your Groupon, $20 expire and go to the gate and pay $50 for a ticket? So that's kind of how options work. So options offer you the ability to obtain some leverage. They allow you to trade currency stocks and futures. Um, and they also allow you to do different types of strategies. So you can make money long in the market, short in the market, and horizontal in the market, depending on the different types of strategies that you implement. So I would recommend looking at tastytrade.com and learning about vertical spreads long and short vertical spreads. Those will limit your downside and limit your upside. Okay, so the next thing we're gonna talk about are futures. Futures and currencies are kind of like the wild, wild west of the trading market. They have lots of liquidity, lots of movement, and the trading can be based upon the spot price or the um, daily movement. For example, each tick is worth a certain amount in the market with futures versus in the spot price of currency, each pip in the market, which is 0 0.000001 movement or however many decimal places are worth a certain amount of money based upon the leverage that you're using. So this allows people with a lot of money or a small amount of money to take advantage of these markets using leverage. Futures. When you think about futures, you can think about commodities, indices, gold, silver, the S&P 500, corn, lumber these are all futures contracts and they're contracts but they're not the same contracts as trading an options contract on a stock or even futures or currency what you do is you have to have a certain amount of money in your brokerage account in order to reserve a contract so for example the s p 500 requires depending on which brokerage you use 400 dollars day trading margin per contract. So say you have a brokerage that requires $400 day trading margin and you have $1,000 in your account, technically you could trade two contracts. Okay, so how do the price movements work? Well, the price movements work based upon ticks in the market. So if you think about the S&P 500, each tick in that market is 0.25. So every 0.25 movement in the S&P 500 is worth $12.50. So 
So if you take the current trading price of the S&P 500 and multiply it by 50, that would be the notional value of the current daily range. Now, when you're trading futures, what happens is you operate around a zero sum position. So if you want to long a position in the market, you don't pay the certain price that the current market is ticking at. You just have to have the required margin in your account to control one contract. So if you have $400 in your account to trade the S&P 500, you can reserve one contract. And every tick in the market, up or down, is worth $12.50. So if you buy long one contract, you are net long one contract. To close your position, you have to sell one contract, and that would bring you back to a zero position. So if you want to short in the futures market, you have to sell one contract, and then you will be negative one position. So to close out and be flat in your position, you have to buy one contract back. So you hover around a zero position in the market. So now we're on to currency. Now there are some brokers that allow you 250 to one leverage, which is a crazy amount of leverage. So if we think about futures, natural gas futures, that's a 50 to one leverage. And options give you a little less leverage on stocks specifically. And stocks give you one to one leverage. So in terms of risk, currency allows you a lot of risk. You don't necessarily have to use 250 to one leverage, but it gives you the ability to do that. And so again, we go back to the concept of the double edged sword. So with a large amount of leverage, comes great risk. So futures and currency often trade in ticks and pips. So currencies trade in pips. So most oftentimes you will find that people are trading the spot price. So for example, most currency pairs are traded based upon the US dollar. So if you're trading the USD JPY, which is the Japanese yen, or the Euro USD the USD Euro. So you're trading the Euro. And these are every 0.0001 move in the market times your leverage is how much you make or lose. Alright, so we've covered a lot in this podcast so far, so sorry to bore you with all the minuscule details, and there's honestly a lot more information we could talk about, but I really just wanted to give you a general overview of the different types of markets that you are able to trade. So what I want you to do for this challenge is, I want you to kind of look at each different market. So you have stocks, futures, options, and currency, and of course you can trade options on all of those, but I recommend just, you know, options on stocks futures, stocks, and then spot price currency. And then what I want you to do is I want you to go to the website tastytrade.com and I want you to go to the learn section and I want you to look up some option strategies. And the option strategy that I want you to look up is a vertical spread. Now there will be a long vertical spread and a short vertical spread. 
I want you to understand both of those concepts and how those will help somebody with a small account begin to trade and offer some leverage. Okay, another thing I want you to do is I want you to go to tradingview.com, which I've mentioned before, and I want you to start looking at currency pairs and futures and stocks. Another good resource to look at is finviz.com. Can help they have a screener that can help you find high volume stocks. And we want to always look for things with lots of volume. These will yield the most technical trading. So in saying that, I also want you to find maybe five or 10 stocks that have the most volume in the market. I also want you to do that for futures and currency. Also find out when the best time to trade these are. So for example, trading the Euro USD, the best time to trade that might be during the US market hours or the London market hours. Alright, so that wraps up today's podcast. And so in this episode, we talked about different instruments that you can trade and leverage, which is the double edged sword. You can make a lot of money, you can lose a lot of money very quickly. So, depending upon how much risk you are willing to take, there can be a lot of money made and there can be a lot of money lost. So, I want you to think about options, stocks, futures, and currency. Futures and currencies are kind of like the wild, wild west of trading. You buy long and you sell short. 